All right, guys, this is, I'm really excited about this episode of The Catch-Up because Evan, who, okay, Evan is our uh, most respectable writer and reporter in the Food Beast office, and him and I have been going back and forth for a few months now yeah. about wanting to do an editorial piece about eating through the Chuck E. Cheese lunch buffet. Um, kind of hit on the nostalgia of Chuck E. Cheese, and everyone has an affinity towards it, um, but schedules weren't aligning evan was really busy i'm really busy and it, we need it you need a day and, right and um the other trick and wrench that we wanted to put in there was that we wanted to be high on edibles like so it worked out perfect evan got a shipment of edibles we knew they were coming in on a certain day and so we locked that day off um and we almost messed it up i mean we got meetings that got placed on that day and it really fucked it up and we couldn't tell anyone that we couldn't make those meetings because we were going to get high and go to Chuck E. Cheese. So anyway, this is this special episode of The Catch-Up, um, and Evan and I are going to kind of break down what happened that day, and he happens to have a lot of raw audio that he was recording the whole time. So in order to kind of just go back in time uh, after the trip, I this wanted is, to... This is the intro. Oh. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, Evan. Because um, what's funny is... I got there this morning, right? This is this happened in the morning. I got into the office at like 9 a.m. You and I are supposed to leave. We're supposed to like take the edible at like 9.45. And then someone books a meeting on my calendar from 10 to 11. It's an ad meeting. We're like ideating for a new client. And it's like me, Jeff, Braden. Braden is in that meeting too. Chris is in that meeting. Um, so I decide to take this meeting anyway. And I'm high during it. So, Ev, what happened? Like, what's what's the? Tell me about the edibles that we ate that day. So the edibles that I got shipped are called Mind Tricks edibles, and they're from uh, like a kind of two-parter company, uh, company award-winning toffee company from San Diego called Sweet Bricks Toffee. is like a very respectable toffee company. They've won awards, and they partnered with Jetty Extracts, which is a extraction company from uh, Oakland. So. Uh, they created this like these different flavors of uh, infused toffee, and um, they are probably some of the most potent edibles that I've ever eaten. Yeah, I mean, okay. So to preface, I don't really smoke or or take edibles that often, so I was not ready for any amount, let alone. So like I heard from like our chef friends that use edibles quite quite some quite a bit and they they said like 10 milligrams is a good amount right like that's, that's it's borderline a lot for some people who aren't used to it right. and i believe i had about 20 milligrams yes and you had close to 60 yeah i'm gonna say 60 we i there was the toffee packages say there's 100 milligrams in them each in each package so um i had a big chunk after the chunk that we ate and there was only one chunk left in there so i imagine that chunk is only about 20 milligrams, so I'm, I'm thinking about 80 milligrams was consumed between the two of us. And um, I mean, for journalistic integrity, the the toffee tasted really well. Yeah, like, it tasted good. It tasted, it tasted great. Good. Yeah, right? absolutely. It was a little hard, but I've also like haven't had toffee in a while, and that's yeah. toffee, right? Like, right? Toffee is a hard thing to to chew and, and bite off. So, anyways, we did that. Um, I took I took my 20 milligrams. Ev took about 20 with me. And then apparently you took like forty when I went into my yeah, meeting. Yeah, so I we just finished. The I bag. just wanted to. I just wanted to be on another level. Like I really did. I was like, we're gonna do this. I had reservations about it for the first time, but I was like, you know what? Nothing's you, gonna happen. You like, had reservations about what? Because I remember that. So I was vlogging the whole time. Yeah. Right? And so I came to you, and you said, I thought you were just hamming it up for the camera. Right. You're like, I was like, Ev, are you ready to eat these edibles? And you're like, Nah, man, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, um, well, for the last six months we had planned it and I was super, super down to do it. And for some reason that day, I kind of was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to go through with it. I hope Eli cancels. Like that was just like an inner <laughs> monologue that I was having with myself. And, um, what were you nervous about it? Dude, point? I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Maybe just, um, just like the overall like stigma of doing doing edibles on on camera like i'd rather okay. just be like i'm more of a private person and this is like we're putting this out there for the world but sure I, I it ended up being a positive experience i think people can 
to take some notes from what happened and hopefully we can we can all learn something about our experience we definitely i mean i i definitely learned a lot that day both about myself about edibles right about chuck e cheese yes, absolutely. so i think i think we hit a lot of the questions that we wanted answered i mean a part of the reason we went to chuck e cheese is everyone has a preconceived notion of what chuck e cheese is about right but that notion is rooted in a reality that's for most people like five, 10, 15 years old. Right. Because you haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese. Right. If you're in if you're eighteen to like thirty-five, even beyond you Unless you have kids. Unless you have kids. Yeah. And but I why it was special to me was I remember that Chuck E. Cheese had a mesmerizing salad bar. Like I remember it was like filled with like you have iceberg lettuce, you have darker, uh, you have spinach, you have macaroni salad, corn, you have the mini corns, you have, you know, a myriad of choices for your dressings. Right. And I was like, I feel for seven ninety nine. I mean, what was the lunch buffet price that is like seven forty nine. And for those of the people that don't know, um, Chuck E. Cheese hosts an all you can eat lunch buffet from 11 to 2 Monday through Friday. Yeah, and so that's what we wanted to cover. Most right. Pe- and, and everyone has questions about it, right? right? Because once you bring up Chuck E. Cheese, most people are like, you can't go because you can't, you don't have kids yeah. with you. Yeah. And I was actually told that one time because I went there for some dude that I knew wanted to have his birthday party there. Mm-hmm. And they basically were like, no, you can't come in here without a kid. I think we ended up getting in, um, but they said that we can only have one beer an hour. And it was like really limited. Oh, so, so, yeah, it, it was. So, in my thinking, I was like, dude, we're not going to be able to. Me and you are definitely not going to be able to go in there. So, you're now worried about. You're now worried about getting into the Chuck E. Cheese right. at all. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, so we, we pop these edibles. I go to my meeting. Um, the meeting goes fine. We, we go. And eventually, Evan and I, we, we end up at this Chuck E. Cheese. Right. And we're in the parking lot and we're, we're dissecting things a little bit. We're really, at this point, I feel on a scale of one to 10, I'm at a six like yeah, of how high we, I am. We got there and I think I was probably like a six or seven out of 10. Um, and if you haven't, if you haven't been high on edibles, what's, it's, it's interesting to hear how you actually feel and right. you, in the video, um, in the vlog, you'll see that Evan describes it as there's like a warm sensation in his stomach as if he had been drinking, but right. he hasn't had a sip of alcohol. Right. Yeah. And uh, we really, I didn't smoked or anything like that. And I was like such a heavy body buzz. Like yeah. my f- whole body felt like it was being like vibrated or, you know, on like a boat or something like that. It was, um, is definitely a euphoric sensation. So this is a low, this is a, the low part of the peak of, of being, of being high on edible. So right. we haven't yet hit. We're not in the we're not in the Chuck E. Cheese yet. So at right. this point, we're walking from our car to the uh, front door from the Uber from the Uber, mm-hmm. right? So we get there, and we're now sitting out front, and I'm now nervous about going in because right. it's like one, the moment of truth. It's the moment of truth. Yeah. So at, at this point, though, um, we walk in the door. And there's one lady sitting at the front. She's 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 running the front door, and what's this is a mo- a moment where I felt I understand why Chuck E. Cheese is so different and why it's so um, kind of the, the nostalgia doesn't matter anymore at this point. Now I realize what makes Chuck E. Cheese scary. Right, is that it's treated like a club. Right, there's a red velvet rope that you let in the same way you wait in line at a club and you don't know if you're going to get in is the same feeling I had when Evan and I, when we walked through the door and there's two, there's two lines to get into and, and there's a rope. And and so we walk right up. And at this point I'm so high that you now question everything you say. Right. So I'm just like, uh, yeah, two, two for the lunch (laughs) buffet. And so everything is going through my mind at this point when you're this high, your mind tries to process so many things when you really like, you don't say anything. So I, when I was like, Oh shit. Um, Oh fuck. She's like, okay, sure. She, she, she unhinges the, the red velvet rope and lets us in. We walk through and now in my head, I'm like, okay, maybe it's because there's two of us. If there was one, one male in their thirties, like maybe they don't let you in, but because it's two, they're like, 
oh, these bros are just on lunch. Yeah. They're just going in good. for, you know, a brew and, and some pizza. Right. You know, so it's not as weird, apparently. So I'm, that's going through my mind. Right. Right. Um, and so we go in, but I'm immediately devastated. Right. And um, I was too. Um, Tell why were you so devastated? Well, <laughs> so we had planned this, this whole thing around this like extravagant, well, what we thought was going to be this extravagant lunch buffet. And it literally ended up being four pizzas under a heat lamp with a giant bowl of salad split in two with two different types of salad and one squirt bottle of ranch. So when we walked in, it wasn't even four pizzas at the time. It was a, it was maybe like 10 feet of not even 10 feet. It was like five feet of a pizza bar. Right. And there was only one pizza out. Right. There was one pizza out and it was like half eaten. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Oh my God, I brought Evan and we just wasted a day and we're high already. We can't get out of this. Like we might as well sit. Yeah, we, we, we needed to go forth. And so we're like, Oh fuck. Well, it was super depressing though. Like I remember seeing this like salad bar and I was like, really? Like, but I don't know what I expected. Um, I expected a magical supplantation <laughs> of salad and yeah. pizza here. <laughs> and so we go and we register or register. It felt like registering because they yeah. give you a Coachella-esque bracelet. <laughs> yeah. Like you got into the nightclub, you yep. get like a red bracelet or orange bracelet and a paper in, plate in a paper plate and a prison tray. And you get to, you get to eat as much as you want for the three hour period that this buffet exists. So we order a couple of beers. And yeah. we go find our table. Now, finding the table is interesting. Right. We, so we walk through. Now we're really high. Right. And we're walking through, and there's li- like it's it's too it's much. noisy. The there's so there's music playing in the Chuck E. Cheese in general, and then every single game is just going off with all its bells and whistles. And I, all I kept kept thinking was the guy that invented Chuck E. Cheese was the guy that started Atari. And I was like, I'm in this guy's brain right now. Which but, is a fact. That wasn't yeah. like an Evan off the cuff. No, either. that's it's the uh, same person. Yeah, it's when, the same person. Chuck E. Cheese and Atari are like from the same mind. And I don't know why, but I listened to that NPR thing with about that guy. I forget his name. But um, yeah, I it was it started getting super intense. And so we chose the table like the furthest away from it was equidistant from being away from all the games and the arcade games and away from the animatronics, which are also a really intense thing to be around sober, right. let alone being high. And so to, to, to describe the Chuck E. Cheese at that point, there were maybe tops five customers in the whole place. I mean, this is like 10,000 square feet, 20,000 square foot right. place. It's a like giant a huge, place. Yeah. huge Chuck E. Cheese. And there's one mom with like two kids and I'm already like somehow I embodied the mother and I was like fuck these two older guys that are here like why are they here I started hating myself right yeah that's maybe one of the reasons that I didn't want to maybe I had hesitations when I started you know maybe getting closer to it because I was just you know I I don't want to like cause any drama or anything like that no I mean we wanted our, our initial goal when we first thought of this editorial idea was we wanted to review the the food at Chuck right. E. Cheese and, and give people the experience of like, yo, if, if it is good pizza, which was what we remembered, right. that you can just go get it. Like you don't need a kid to go get it. There's right. nothing weird about it. We didn't want to be the weird, like we didn't want to do a weird thing by doing it. Well, I had had, uh, we just I, want a performance enhancing, right. uh, I had desserts. I'd eaten Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I don't know, maybe like six months ago or something like that. And, uh, it was delicious, and so I remember reporting back, but I went for a kid's birthday party, and I remember reporting back, like, yo, that pizza's really good, and um, you're like, we should go to the lunch buffet, and then I said, yo, it's you can't get in without a kid. Like, there's no way we're getting in without a kid. Like, so that's, like, where this whole kind of thing j- jumped off, and so we immediately disproved that theory that you can't get in without yeah, a kid. Yeah, so we learned. You can't get in without a kid. What we didn't do is we probably should have tried this, is we should have, on another day, we should go with just one of us and right. see if they let one right. adult male go in. Right. <laughs> and then try it with an adult well, female. I think, I think we did see some dude uh, just ch- chilling in there with, like, headphones on. Okay, so, yeah. So, while we're eating, so we're going to fast forward a bit. While we're eating, though, 
I do notice in between trips back t- back and forth to the buffet, which is a fucking trek because we picked the longest table yep. away and we're high and it's like you have to walk a, through all the games. It's like a sea of neon lights. Right, exactly. Right? Anyways, so I, I come back to the table once. And I'm like, yo, Ev, there's this guy. He's by himself. He has headphones in and he's just bobbing his head, looking at kids, looking at the machines. I saw him near the quarter machine, but he's just been hanging out there. Right. So like. Fast forward another what felt like four hours. Right. It was actually like five minutes. Yep. I'm like, during one of my pizza trips, I realized that this guy just actually works at Chuck E. Cheese. He's oh. actually just a coin operator, wow. like a guy that's like operating the machines. I didn't even realize that. But so. like before that, I was like, this, the story is about this guy. Right. Like, I think I, is, I have that in all my audio recording. So. Yeah. So we're, we're going to get into some audio recordings in a little bit because what was brilliant is Evan just start. This is the reporter that he is, was... I didn't realize just had the his phone recording audio out of his front pocket. Right. And caught a lot. He basically recorded like 60 minutes of just raw audio. Yeah. Of our conversations of just my of our just general emotion, our general uh, under the influence state, intoxicated yeah. state. Yeah. And um, yeah, because I just I, I think I said on there, I just want to make sure that if I say anything outrageous, I got to remember to apologize or edit it out or something like that. So, yeah, yeah um, there's there's some there's some good s- snippets in there. So anyways, we grab some pizza, right? We load up our tray. We load up our plates. The pizza's good. The pizza is really good. So there's pe- the options that we were presented were pepperoni. Eventually, a cheese came out. Eventually, sausage. some sort of sausage came yeah. out. And then they had a uh, ham pizza. and pineapple. They did have Hawaiian. They had a Hawaiian pizza. And then they had a dessert pizza, which was like a cinnamon bun crumble style pizza. I didn't eat that. Not really good. That yeah. one is really disappointing. But anyways, so we started eating. And I think one of the things we stumbled on, and it's in the audio, is that it... It maintains a texture of a cold pizza, but the temperature is warm. Right. Yeah. And, and this is a compliment. I'm not saying this is a, a diss or whatever. Like right. This is, it was a delicious pizza. And before you know it, we had devoured, I, I had about, I think, nine slices by the end. Um, yeah, we ate a lot. But it's a piss poor looking buffet. Yeah, it's I not. Mean, it's your grandma's depressing. salad bowl, just... One thing of like fucking lettuce from Costco, a squeeze bottle of ranch or Caesar or whatever, and a, and like a piss poor looking bowl of croutons. Yep. Like it's not a fun thing to look at. It didn't look like anyone ever orders that nah. buffet. And so, but what was a real treat was the Bud Light on draft. Right. The Bud Light on draft was the most euphoric time I've ever had drinking. Ever. I had Stella. It was pretty good. Their drafts are on point. You had a Stella. I had a Bud Light. Yeah. And every sip just got colder and colder. And it was like icicles down my throat. Do you have that on audio? Because I'm curious what my like drain of thought was. Yeah. Like, so I remember specifically what I remember about the beer was that not only were they euphoric and great tasting, but I felt like my beer was like the only normalizing factor that oh. like left me like that made me seem um, inconspicuous. If if that's like a if like a term I could use to like describe my emotions, because so if it was two dudes sitting eating pizza at Chuck E. Cheese without beers, that would have been weird. Right. But the fact that we had beers as well made it seem like these two guys are just on lunch break and it's totally fine. That was the normalizing factor right. for you. Yeah. I think I have that. If we could play it, maybe run it. Let's see. I'm curious, like how that train of thought came about. Let's see here. I think I passed the moon <laughs> on the way up Fourth Street, <laughs> and we launched onto the freeway. I was some whoa. <laughs> what? what the fuck are you talking it's about? A ticket machine like a strip club. <laughs> yeah, I think it's we like were talking those, about like, the game show dollar bill. There's like a ticket machine like blowing tickets can. everywhere. Oh, yeah. That immediately distracted me from what I was talking about. I have no idea what I was talking about. I think we're getting there. It's weird to say, but I feel like us having beers is almost a normalizing factor that we're just here having a pizza and beer. 
oh, versus yeah. like not just like just eating pizza just two dudes sitting here eating pizza i feel like my beer is the only thing that makes me seem normal listen to this it's like it's weird though no, i get that i get that because it, it alludes to two just two dudes two yeah. bros on lunch break from their really hard jobs and then their uh, hard jobs of food blocking yeah they're just grabbing they're grabbing a beer and some pizza so well, there it is. Here's that's normalizing. By the way, can we talk about like how crazy it sounds in yeah, there? Yeah, like it the music like is extremely loud. <laughs> like <laughs> I, every time I'm going back to this recording, I sometimes I can like barely hear myself over the stereo in Chuck E. Cheese, which is I don't know. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But but I didn't hear anything while I was there. Right. While I was sitting in that table, all I heard was your. This is this sounds really romantic. All I heard was your voice. And we'll, like you tune out everything when you're that baked. Yeah. And like, I feel like I just wanted to be like a fly on the wall. So I wasn't even, I, I didn't want to concentrate on, on like the games or anything like that because I was just like, okay, I just need to sit here and eat my pizza and remain inconspicuous because I felt like as soon as like the children noticed me, the, the parents would notice me and then it would be more. It would be more like a little weirder because we'd have more people like paying attention. So to that it. that's this is when the anxiety really started kicking in for me because I felt that one there were more employees than patrons right. at this point. Yeah, for sure. Um, and by the time we had like gotten like slice four or five, my high level was at like eight or nine. Yeah, encroaching on ten. Yes, and. Every employee that came to like wipe a table near us, I felt was like sent over by the manager to check on us and like make sure like, yo, those two dudes over over there, like <laughs> yeah. go check on like what their deal is. Like yeah. what, are they, what are they talking about or something like so that? Like, every yes. time someone passed, I was like, this is this is the guy that's going to ask us to leave. This is the woman that's going to be like, what the hell are you guys doing here? You need a bounce. Yeah. And like every time I'd come over, it felt like I was in grade school and I was about to get scolded or the right. cops were going to come. Right. Yeah. And I was so scared. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, this definitely, sounds really pussy. Like, no, <laughs> I feel like, but I, I kind of felt the same way because I mean, I didn't think they were going to straight up kick us out, but I was kind I was just like, just generally being high and off marijuana is like, you're going to be paranoid. I feel like yeah. it causes paranoia. Ooh, so, I also had my phone out the whole time recording. Right. Video. You're vlogging everything. So it's like, you're filming me. I'm talking. I'm trying to be, um, I'm just trying to be on and you, you know, were not on. Yeah. Like, no, I you was were not, not. You were yeah. not talkative. Yeah. I mean, you, you said poignant things, but okay. So the most crazy thing that I was while we're, so we're sitting, right. And all of a sudden, I have the camera. I have the phone out at this point, right. looking at you, Ev. Right. And then Chucky himself, yep, rolls Chucky up. Chucky himself rolls up and throws the West Side gang signal at us while he walks by. And I also felt like that was that guy was undercover. I was right. like, Yo, that guy's also checking on us, <laughs> yeah. and making sure we're good. And so he throws the West Side up to see if we like acknowledge it. Yeah, if we collaborate on the West Side yeah. stuff. And I like, do I throw the West Side back up with this giant mouse? And he just walked. It was up. weird to see Chuck like walking around. I didn't, he came up from behind me. This guy said Chuck. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, man. Like, I, what am I going to call him, Mr. Cheeses? No, actually, that makes sense because his name is Chuck. E. Is it growing up? I was like, it's Chucky. Yeah. But it's actually Chuck. Chuck. His middle name, E, last name, Cheese. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in his name. Yeah, it is. It's really so. I, I just like to call people by their first name. You know what I mean? So me and Ev, we're breaking down the pizza a bit. We're sitting at the table. We're actually getting into the review part of it. And then there's a couple moments of silence. I want to say like 30 minutes, uh, 30 seconds yeah. of silence, right? right. We're just kind of like gazing like off a bit, looking at each other, feeling the texture of the pizza. And we just stop. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. I have this. I know. Exactly. You have this? You know I, where I know I'm going with this? Exactly what you're talking about. We hear gunshots. And not like the type of gunshots that you're thinking of, just like... Like machine gun <laughs> gunshots. Like I have to... I don't know the exact timestamp, but I, it's around right here, so I'm just going to play it. Just play, man. And we'll like... But you'll just... You'll hear us talking and then... So back what I was saying though. It's like that... Those crumbs that come off on your fingers, 
I love that about pizza. Pizza that has that is good to me. So it's weird. <laughs> Yo, okay. That sounded like so okay. So that's good to me, son. I, it, like, I enjoy that type. I, I'm, I was uh, talking about, like, the crumbly flakes. Is that something like, special yeah. that comes off the pizza? I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. What is that, salt or? It's <laughs> <laughs> coming right here. Yeah. So listen carefully. I'm sad I wasn't running video. <laughs> Shit, is that the car? I don't know. No, uh, questions are. <laughs> it's this. Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> That was crazy. Oh that was crazy. I knew what was going on in my back, in the back of my head, but I couldn't really like tell what it was when it was like full on gunfire. Like, <laughs> yo, I literally, I so like I, I shot myself right a little now. bit. I like, I that yeah like we were talking and then we were just like hearing gunfire and we were like both kind of like startled like i looked outside first this is why i'm so mad so you'll see in the vlog that like i accidentally thought i was recording the whole time and i picked up twice but i'm looking as soon as i hear the gunfire i look outside right i look outside i'm like oh fuck this is my nightmare like we're gonna have to we're gonna barricade ourselves inside of a Chuck E. cheese this is where we die <laughs> and it's like machine heavy machine gun like saving private you Ryan heard those fire. gunshots those were like those were intense gunshots like and it felt like evan and i had like locked eyes and it looked like we were like coming up with an escape plan in those like what was actually like three seconds of yeah, real lifetime no. but it was minutes minutes yeah, of that of felt like it was going time. on for hours yeah and we finally look over and it's this huge arcade machine with a two machine which is like why is that a in terminator a Chuck e. Cheese? 2 it's like a terminator 2 i don't know that's kind of why i thought that too uh, this is such violent game yeah with like actual like plastic guns on the console but like full-on black like not, doesn't have like the orange tip on the end it's like full-on <laughs> scary machine guns anyways yeah. so we sit there and i'm like this is this is it. And now I knew that, like, okay, it's the game, but I'm still processing how much that it have affected me. Right. And so I was like, this is, this. we got to leave. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, f I feel like I thought we that we had to leave. I think I thought that about 500 times. But I just never said anything because I was just like, I just got to sit here. I bought the ticket. I need to take the ride and just go through, like, just go through whatever emotions that, you know, this is my body was processing. So... Um, the last trip up that we made to get pizza is probably the most cerebral part of the whole day, in my opinion. So what happened was um, on the eighth slice, I did not feel full in a weird way. It felt like everything in my stomach was just like it was it was like I was swallowing pizza that didn't take up any room in my stomach. But my head knew that it was really full. But it wasn't like processing. So Evan was like, I'm going to go up and get more pizza. So Evan goes and I try to get up too, but I can't. Like right. my legs yeah. are jelly and I look out at the sea of games and I'm just like, this is too, this, it's too far. It's too far to get this pizza. And so Evan walks and he just leaves and he goes like, I'm going to go. So but we don't acknowledge him. He doesn't know that I'm still back at the table. So I think I, I did. I think I was just like, he's not coming and I and I said I even say to myself in my recording like Eli's not coming it's up to me I said that <laughs> like let me see here is that weird it feels like we've been here all day yeah it does like, like in a bad way it just feels like we're just floating through that time like it's such a peaceful environment right listen to the music yeah. bro. aside from that constant like gunfire <laughs> yeah there's like crazy gunfire. I feel like it's just like I could sit here all day and just chill and no one would care. And which is weird because I feel like people our age don't think about like, just go to fucking Chuck E. Cheese's and grab pizza, right? Like, right? I mean, I feel like last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese, they said I had to have a kid. That's what I felt, but that myth is broken now. They didn't ask us anything about Chuck We've We've proved that theory wrong. Right here. So does that mean we get more pizza or no? Good. <laughs> I'll follow your lead. I could go for another slice. I feel like the only reason I would even want to go up to see is if the menu changed. 
Just to see what other pizza they have? Yeah. Because I feel like we came back once and there was already another pizza there. In a place where there was another pizza prior. I kind of want to get some of that cucumber salad, too. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. Let's go. Let's go. Damn it. We got to empty the plates again. How did you empty it? Did you? I don't think you did. So this is this is what's going on in my head. I, I realize it right now. They give you one plate, right? And I was too terrified to have a conversation with the lady running the front register to ask for another plate because I figured she was on to me. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was yeah. so nervous to ask for another plate, and I still had some like food on my plate, but I wanted to get new food and right. fresh food and see what it was about. So that was the first, like, I can't get up. Like, I don't want to get up. I don't know what to do with this food. And I was terrified. So that, that bolted me to my seat and I couldn't get up. That's what that was going through my head right there. Right. And it, so here's my trip to the so salad you, bar. <laughs> the trash can. Oh, there was. All right. I'm going to grab another fork too. All right, Eli's standing behind. You can't make it right now, so <laughs> it's up to me. My, my side. So serious. So I'm walking through the through casino the, floor. Yeah, the casino floor. <laughs> I hear the slot machines in the background, and I think like I don't know what I say, but. I don't think I talked to anybody. I think this is the noise that you hear is me getting like salad and pizza. And I, uh, when I finally got back to you, you were just like talking to yourself. Okay, so I was talking to myself because as soon as you got up, we never acknowledged you leaving. Right. So in my head, I'm now processing in the vlog. Right. I'm yep. like recording myself at this point and I'm saying, I wonder if Evan's going to grab me a slice. Yep. I wonder I wonder if he realizes that I'm still behind and I kind of want a pizza and you went off on this journey by yourself. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to get me a slice. So now I'm sitting and I'm sitting at the table. You come back, you you load your tray up. Like yep. you got you got you yeah, got a got couple a you got a couple slices of pizza. Yeah. And you and you give me one. I gave you one, dude. And is the most cerebral I was like, "Yo, did he did we communicate telepathically dude, at this point?" And there's I listened to this obviously before, but you were I I took like the la it was like two slices of pepperoni that made one slice. And like, so I was just like, I'm gonna grab that, I'm gonna be that guy. And you're like, I was wondering, here, we gotta listen to it. So much while you were gone? I hope not like audibly. What? Like audibly? Audibly. I don't know. I, don't, I had to have been saying it out loud because I needed this thing to hear. Oh Yo. shit. So, wait. Holy so, cow, what happened is I was talking to myself. But as soon as you sat down and asked that question, if like, hey, were you like talking out louder in your head? My mind fucking exploded because I was like, yeah, you couldn't. You I was like, was I talking out loud to the camera or was it all in my head? Yeah. And the problem was, is I wasn't recording. <laughs> oh. So I don't know if I was actually talking out loud or in my head. And you'll see in the vlog, I, I cuss at the camera twice. I'm like, fuck. I wasn't recording. And then I was like, I got to record like a part where I talk about me not recording. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't record that part. Like that's how high I, I have no idea what's going on. And then you come down and basically blow my brains out with this comment of like, were you even talking or was it right internal? Now, I to decide if I had been talking to myself. Or talking out loud. Or talking out loud. Like a monologue. Or... And then I realized just now that there's no way that I could have been talking about it internally because it'll be heard on this phone. It'll be heard on this camera. So it has to be externally, but I'll find out later. It's recording, right? Yeah, it's recording now. But no. Like, your, I, your phone recorder was gone while I was here, so we don't get that proof to fill that in on the podcast. Oh, man. This is getting meta. What does that mean? Meta? It means when something is nested within another thing. <laughs> either an idea within an idea. That's meta. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Webster's definition of that. Okay, so one of the conversations I was having while you were gone was, yo, I wonder if Evan would give me a slice of pizza. Like, if he would do whatever. Like, thought, like, yo, one of these, hey. <laughs> it's like the littlest, wimpiest slice of pizza, but it was the last piece of pepperoni. So I wanted to be that guy. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo, this is the dumbest, most 
ridiculous minutiae of a day yeah. of an experience yeah, and I, it really at the in I, that I'm moment I'm glad I have student loans to pay for journalism school because <laughs> so of this day this. yeah so you could do this <laughs> yeah. it, but it honestly meant the world in that moment yeah. it was like such an amazing feeling I was like yo this dude thought of me I don't even know if you did it was like a, it was a sliver it was it was basically a crumb hanging on to the other bigger piece it was of pizza like that half you got a crust yourself. but yeah I you know I feel like we once I gave you that it was like we had, you know, it was like a synergy between us. Yeah. 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 So, okay. At that point we start like, we talk about it a bit more, but we get up like long story short at this point, is there anything else exciting that happened to Chuck E. Cheese other than like us, like now like so paranoid, but I do gather myself at the very end because I'm like, we got to get out of here. We yeah. got to leave. Yeah. So, yes. So, um, I, I don't know the recording only has five minutes left on it and I don't, the only other notes that I have in the, in the remaining time is I say, I wanted to be that guy, which is relating to taking the last slice of pepperoni. And yeah. then I have hall monitor in. Oh, okay. So what's happening right now is I start appreciating how good of a reporter Evan is. Right. So I'm just like, yo, Ev, like you're you're a crazy good reporter you're like i can't believe that you're recording this whole thing we're really uncovering some really cerebral and nostalgic things right yeah. now yeah and and you're like and i'm like you're kind of like a cop oh a detective you're a detective yes. you're kind of like a detective and you're like and you do this thing where like i mean like i don't got a badge but like <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, I, I do the same thing. Like, I go after the story and, like, I, I ask questions and I and I go after the lead like a detective. Like, I don't, I don't got badge, though. I don't know where that is. Uh, I feel it's like... It's somewhere. It's in the vlog for sure. Okay. And so we get up, <laughs> we get up and and I think you reference yourself like, yeah, I'm more like a hall monitor. Like, oh. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I'm not a cop, I'm not a detective. Like, I'm more like a hall monitor, right? Like I see things go flowing through the wall. So anyways, we're like, all right. I was like, I've had enough of this shit. Yeah. So like, I, it takes every ounce of every fiber of my being to stand up. Yeah. And so I stand up finally. I feel like I haven't stood up in days. Yep. And we walk out of this place and we walk into the parking lot where well, we just first, loiter. For, first, I remember leaving and then I was like just trying to make my quickest exit to the door. But then the, the, the girl that was there that let us in had to unhook the gate. Oh. She had to unhook it to let us out. So that is extremely important because the same stuff we talked about at the beginning of this of this podcast where we're like – the, the discovery of why Chuck E. Cheese is so different. Exclusive. And, and it's exclusive. And this idea of like you can't really get in. There's a lot of there's a lot of things, a lot of gates you have to get through. Yeah. Gatekeepers. It's, it really is a literal gatekeeper and it's it is like a club. The same way you get in with that exclusivity, there's like a getting out. Right. You, you see yeah. a bouncer on the way out. You don't just leave. It's not like any you're not at like Carl's Jr. where like I got my food. I can leave whenever I want. Yeah. You have to see and acknowledge someone on the way out. Yeah. Someone has to unhook the red velvet rope and let you out. Back into the real world. They judge you on the way out. Like, all right, yeah. did you leave with a child? And I think that's actually what it is. Wow. You actually, they actually see like if you came in with a child, I believe there's there's a procedure where they got to make sure it's your kid. Right. Right. You didn't just leave with something. You with merchandise that wasn't yours when you when you came right. in. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, sure. So, anyways, the same two dudes. I mean, there's only six people in the restaurant. Like, yeah, they had pretty crowded. good eyes. Yeah. So, so we left. But that was a really crazy moment because I think that's when we had the epiphany that, that that's what makes Chuck E. Cheese different. Yeah, super special. And, um, I mean, <laughs> what other place does that? Like, I, no other restaurant, I feel like, does, especially just, like, a kid's pizza place. Yeah. There's, like, I yeah. don't know, there's something special to be said about that. But maybe that's also the reason people had this notion that you couldn't go in there without a kid because of like the velvet ropes mm. and because of the entrance and exit policies. Mm. So maybe that's just something that firsthand, once we discovered that it was like, Whoa, this was a little weird. I didn't expect her to take the rope. Off. You know, I didn't expect yeah, like that I could walk over the rope. Like right. I'm a grown up. Like right. I can walk yeah, over the rope. Exactly. But, but I, I didn't know whether to be flattered or for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like, it's, I'm it's, just glad she let us out. You thought she was going to lock us in there? I'm just glad we were able to get out. I did there. feel such such a euphoria once I left. But then I realized we were stuck in the parking lot. Right. I'm like, fuck, we got to call Go an Uber. Uber. Yeah. And But we decided to kill a bit of time because I have this thing where after I eat a bunch of savory, 
I need to counterbalance with sugar. Right. Like I need. And I there's need one sugar. point in there in the in the recording where you are like, let's go get ice cream. Mm. And I was like, I there's nothing in my head wanted ice cream. But yeah, that I, wasn't that wasn't what you wanted. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, I'll do it. I mean, you're my boss, so cool. Let's go. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad that's what went through your head. Like, yeah. well, fuck, man, my, my slave keepers like, we need to get ice cream. Yeah, so I'm like, like all right, tight, like, I guess I'll get ice cream with Eli. I don't have work to do or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so we go to Big Lots and we literally it's in the same parking lot. We walk over to Big Lots. Yeah. We don't really know what to expect when we go in there, and it. We we get like a, a slathering of gummy bears and Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Ru- so Rudy, Rudy recommends our friend Rudy recommends this Albanese partic- Albanese, Albanese gummy super- bears. He yes. says the best gummy bear on the yes. planet. So we get that. We get the Sour Patch Kid, which is my standard, and then we get a Haribo gummy bear sour. Sour. Yeah. Right. So we have we get it, and then we sit outside, and we're just we're eating through these things. But I eat so much of it. That it like is gnawing away at my teeth. Like imagine hundreds of Sour Patch Kids just gnawing away and sawing the bottom of your teeth. That's the feeling I had. What was also kind of like, it was weird, but once we bought $4 worth of candy and started eating them on the trunk of your, uh, uh, on the, just in the parking lot, um, we. Trunk of someone else's car. I don't know whose car that was. I don't either. Um, But it was like. It was like, which one should we eat first? And we both like were like, the Albanese ones because they're not sour, and the other ones were all sour. And I felt like that was like a, that was like a cerebral moment for both of us because we both had like this. I don't one know. that was the dumbest conversation we've ever had, but also I appreciate us having it because like most foodies and like food writers would not have a conversation about gummy bears. Right. Like there, it has to be about like the five star dining, and that's why I appreciate this particular podcast and the the vlog that's going to go out and the series of vlogs that are coming because it's really all a commentary on the ridiculousness of writing about food. Right. Yeah. So like, fuck it. Like talk about the differences in these different gummy bears. So the one that Rudy recommended, not sour, really great bounce to the body. It was a <laughs> like sex, sexy gummy bear. Amazing. And then uh, at one point, all the other stuff in between is like kind of superfluous. The Haribo one kind of falls on deaf ears no, to me. Um, not good. Because it's like doesn't choose a side. It's like yeah. not sour enough to be a good sour. I feel like regular Haribo gummy bears are so much better than the sour ones. I feel yeah. like Haribo should just get out of the business of sour yeah. candy. Like yeah. they, they don't need they don't need that market. So at one point though, I can't take the Sour Patch Kids anymore because it's sawing at my teeth. Right. Yeah. Right. You like gave the, me all the candy. Like so you yeah, like it's sawing it onto me like. But I did like, I made a little salad of it. In my hands, I put Sour Patch Kids and I put the really nice gummy bears, the Albanese. Yeah, yeah, Albanese. And then I mixed them in my hand and I'm just like, it's a gummy bear salad. And I'm fucking, now now I've crossed the 10 threshold and I'm now at a 13 out of 10. I'm like, I'm at this point in the parking lot as we're like, just like which way we're going to go. We're going to like take an Uber back to the office. We're just going to go back work from home. Like I was definitely trying to downplay my highness and like in the parking lot, just like eating candy. And I felt like it was weird eating candy in a Chuck E. Cheese parking lot. Yeah. And I was just like, I didn't know like what you were trying to do or anything like that. And I was just like, man, like we just, I wanted to, I was like very eager to leave. Yo, could you track up at one? This is all I remember before we jetted before, before we hopped. Um, Actually, I don't even know where I'm going with that. I was so high at this point. Yeah. It's it, over. It was over. Yeah. I remember you looked at me and you're like, I just can't. I can't work. Yeah. I can't work. Yeah. No. Like, I pretended that I could, but there was no way. So, I feel like maybe another interesting part was when I left Chuck E. Cheese in my lift, mm-hmm. um, I had to explain to my lift driver why I was at the Chuck E. Cheese and why she was <laughs> picking me up. And I said... Well, my boss and I were food bloggers, and we had a business lunch at the Chuck E. Cheese. So I had to explain the fact that there's a lunch buffet and that we did this. And then she starts, like, asking me where the best places to eat are. And I'm just like, I'm not. Like, you'll get off my case. I'm not even like, okay. So I was like, Food Beast doesn't do reviews. Like, we don't really review things. Like, you can choose whatever you want to be the best of whatever. Except Chuck E. Cheese lunch buffet. Except Chuck E. Cheese lunch buffet. We come in here, we review it. 
But then she kept like, she's like, what music do you listen to? Where'd you grow up? And I was just like, dude. And I was like, yeah, you know, like I listen to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, I just work hard. And she's like, yeah, you look tired. And I'm like sitting in the back seat, like, and I literally, my reaction was like, thanks. And she was like, no, not even being sarcastic. Looking at me through the rearview mirror, she's like, not even being sarcastic. You look tired. And at that point, my heart was just like, doo, doo. Like and she's I, on to me. Dude, I freaked the fuck out. Like, I'm like not even going to, like, I can't even downplay that at all. I was straight panicking high. And I was just like, I need to go home and like tuck myself into bed and like curl up my cat or something like that because I was way, way too high. Like I'm going to second guess eating edibles from now on yeah. forever because yeah. of this experience. Yeah. For sure. Like, like I appreciate the cerebral nature of our che- our trip to Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Like I'll never have another trip like that. It's yeah, no, beautiful. For sure. But I also don't want to eat edibles at this point. Mm. Like I have to really understand the the dosage. Like I can't get over 10 milligrams. No. But I had the same problem on the way home in my Uber where I'm just like, please. My Uber was, it's like three minutes away to my house. And it felt like a 30 minute drive where they were like asking me questions. And like, they really need that button on Uber. That's right. like, I'm like, no offense to you, but I just don't want to talk yeah, to you. No like, talking, like no talking policy. Yep. And so I mean, most people don't like a lot of Uber drivers like don't get the hint. Yeah. And you have to like bury yourself in your phone and they don't get that hint. I was so high that I couldn't even look at my phone because I felt like I was just like getting motion sick from like I had to roll down the window. My heart was pounding. And as soon as she told me that I looked tired, there was no more conversation. Like I was just I felt like she was continuously looking at me through the rearview mirror. What rating I, did you give her? I didn't rate her. Like Damn, I just, that's probably the last is that the last lift you took? No. Is it still sitting no. in there and you, you took one since? Yeah, I took one this past Sunday when I was in Newport. But um yeah, sick. It was I mean, I dude, like she's fine, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give her a bad rating because, because you were high. Because I was a, a, like freaked out, like in not a, in like a mental, like an unsafe mental You're a good person. Yeah. You're so, a good person, Evan. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that was that was our experience. We did learn that you told you told me that like um, when you take edibles and you eat a lot of like fatty stuff, right. and milk and stuff, it like it potentially metabolizes the weed faster. Yeah, into well, your it, system. it's like so THC itself is fat soluble, meaning that like whatever whatever fat you have in your body or whatever, like you drink milk, it's just gonna like intensify it because mm. it's gonna like bond to that mm. those fats. You know So us sitting and eating like cheese. Like <laughs> slaying through pizza yes. is and that's why we were yeah. at the level we were. And so, so yeah. I didn't come down. So I, I went home, I sat and this is we're back at our house by I was back in my house by like two. Yeah, I think I got home about three o'clock or so, and um, I literally had—I literally am not joking. Like I laid there from like three to like eight or nine. Yeah, just like watching TV, like not even watching TV, just like laying on my back. Like I felt extremely tired. Like I was super dozy, and I and felt it into the next day. So if yes. there's any PSA here, like I'm not—I'm not gonna champion not having edibles. Yeah, but do, like do what you want, but like. Be careful. But we took enough that like it, it, it genuinely like made me waste the rest of the day. Yeah. And that's where I, I don't feel good about that. And I felt pretty, this is getting really like dark. Right. I was just like, I didn't feel proud of myself after that. I was like, we experienced something really dope that up until like two o'clock in the afternoon. Then after that, I feel like two o'clock to essentially, uh, close to fucking noon the next day, I did not feel like I was, I didn't feel like I was myself. Yeah. And I felt like I didn't put forth, like I couldn't put forth my best effort into things. And I mean, we tackled this because it was something that we wanted to do. We had discussed for so long, but then, you know, like the fallout from it was like, it wasn't something that I imagined was going to happen. And I was kind of like, I was a little like, I don't know, like disappointed and it made me feel like lethargic and I've never really had like such an intense you, come down yeah. because I use marijuana. Like I'm not, I have a medical card, like it, I'm comfortable using it frequently, but this is like, it was been the most uncomfortable I've ever been mm. on. And the most lasting ramifications. Yeah, you've definitely. Had. That's very interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, that was our 
Hi at Chuck E. Cheese trip. We're still figuring out what the title of this is going to be. Um, we don't know if it's too clickbaity to say gunfire at Chuck E. Cheese. It might be gunfire at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, I just think maybe that might be something a little too, too much too much too to much. like joke about. Brayden, right? you weren't there, but now that you've heard this story, is that too much? Is that too clickbaity? <laughs> too too clickbaity. All right, so we won't do that. Anyways, this is a really amazing outro yeah. to the catch-up. I think we did a really good job. Fist bump. Yeah, let's be more self- Aware. Yep. Just kidding. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this uh, particularly special episode. We hope of you learned up. something. We hope you learned. Um, take uh, if you're going to imbibe with any sort of recreational or medicinal marijuana, please be very careful. Read the dosage. Consult with someone who's done it. Um, and and do it with somebody that you know and and that cares about your well being. And Eli was definitely there for me. We were definitely watching out for each other. Uh, don't drive. Yeah, take Ubers if you're if you're leaving the house. Also, if you if you haven't done it before, like and you're taking stay at home, chill. Like, yeah, take advantage of the time, uh, and, and don't do it on a busy day. Do yeah. it on a Saturday don't or Sunday. Do you have something to do? Just I mean, I'm not even condoning doing it. Period. But if you were going to, I would say take the utmost precaution. Be more precautious than per, like than you've ever been before because I'm from experience. I felt like I've done psychedelics. I've done everything. But it was definitely an intense experience. And, and I can hear all the like uh, everyday casual weed smokers like, yo, fuck these two dudes. Like, yeah. Don't know shit. But whatever. Like, just say, I don't, I yeah, don't care. Go enjoy, like, go enjoy yourself. Do, yeah. do whatever you want. Um, but uh Evan, you're gonna do a write up on this, yeah? Yes, it'll all be up. So he's gonna so. do. Evan's gonna do a pretty cool write up on it. Um, I'm gonna have a vlog up, uh, hopefully by the time that this podcast is up, so you guys can see like visual representation yeah, of it. That, I think that'll help drive the story home too a little bit. Yeah, more. yeah. So that'll be like the really brief version. So if you guys don't follow us on YouTube, please go to YouTube.com/backslash/foodbeasttv. Or just search YouTube Food Beast. Um, and please leave comments there and, and let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of this. And if there's uh, any other places that you guys like kind of frequent, like I don't think anyone frequented a Chuck E. Cheese before this, but um, we have some similar thoughts, I think, like on Pizza Hut. So mm. we kind of want to try, um, you know, giving highlight to places that we used to be big fans of growing up. So yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you guys again for listening to the Catch Up Podcast. And we'll be back next week with whatever's relevant in food thanks evan you're welcome thank you there you go catch up